This is the future. This is not the past. The new XFL will kick off in 2020. What the XFL is cooking. It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL! Welcome, football fans. This is the week of June 3rd, 2018. This is the road to 2020, and this is the XFL show. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. And I'm Vince. And this week we take an honest appraisal of public opinion on the XFL. This is episode 18, The Social Standings. What's up, guys? We've got a another week closer to 2020. How are you guys doing? Uh, Vince, I'm glad you're back from your European vacation. And uh, did you did you get any sense of you know anticipation for the XFL over in the, over in that other country? Yeah, yeah. How how was that up in, over in Europe, Vince? Was, I mean, was there maybe any XFL the, buzz, and maybe with the UEFA you know championship going on, it wasn't that much. But uh, to be honest, there there wasn't any XFL talk. Uh, but also, I would say there was no NFL talk either. Uh, you know, you know, um, American football not thought of very highly o- over in Europe, and maybe that's you know wh- a good thing for the XFL, considering it's going to be football reimagined, which is going to be a lot, uh, expecting a lot different game, and so maybe it'll, it'll appear to that appeal to that European crowd. The, the XFL is going to be geared towards Europeans, you think? Is that your new prediction? Very well, good. Yeah, running clocks, um, you know, quicker games. No, you think there's going to be a there's going to be a stoppage time. Could be. Could lots be. of lots of advertisements on the field in jerseys. Yeah, yeah. Tight fitting European cut uh, uniforms. It's all possible. Well, Vince, it's, we we're glad to have you back. A lot's happened since you were uh, in the United States. Uh, the XFL started tweeting again. I don't know if you noticed this, but the XFL is very active on social media. All of a sudden, there are jobs posted on their website. You can apply right now if you want to. Go to XFL.com. And if you're like me, you could get yourself a pretty sweet new XFL piece of merchandise. I got myself an XFL hoodie this week, guys. Last week, we talked about league-branded clothing. I'm, I'm all XFL'd out head to toe now. I saw a picture of that. What uh what's the material like on that sweatshirt? Oh, that's so that fancy, really soft American apparel. But I will say, I'm gonna be honest, in the inside, the lining of it, it's that it's so soft, it's this crazy cotton blend that it kind of sticks to the shirt you wear <laughs> under it. So I've got like like yeah. a static cling or I've, like I've got it, it no, it leaves like fuzz all over your t shirt. It's but it's very soft. Maybe it just needs a good whoosh. I wished it twice. I don't know. All I know is I look good, though. XFL, league-branded clothing, Vince. I know you're a real big fan of wearing yeah. shirts that just say NBA. So, Absolutely. Um, you know, you got to promote your league. You know, you know, the logo sometimes needs to be bigger than, than a team or a player. Yeah, you know how Charlie Ebersol for the AAF, his MO seems to be um, – Really big collars and his shirts, his chest is always exposed. That's like his uh, <laughs> yeah. his 
That's his uniform. Vince McMahon should go from the power suits to wearing uh, just XFL jumpsuits, I think. Just like run DMC, but XFL. I don't think I could picture Mr. McMahon in anything but a suit. (laughs) I don't know. I think it looked pretty good in a windbreaker. Yeah. (laughs) XFL tank top is what I'm thinking. Pullover windbreaker. Yeah. (laughs) Well, guys, we have a, a little bit of news this week, and I know last week Jake teased that a whole bunch want he has a whole thing on the new kickoff in the NFL, and he wants to talk about that and what he envisions for the kickoff in the XFL. We also today want to do a little social experiment. I'm I'm seeing a lot of talk on these new tweets from the XFL replies, and we just want to read some exactly just what people are saying about the XFL replying to their tweets and Facebook messages. Also. Articles and the comment sections, People, whenever people are talking about the XFL, uh, you see pro football talk writing stuff about them, Deadspin. We're going to go into the bowels of those comment sections today and read some of what people are saying and see exactly what they're talking about and thinking about the XFL. I feel like, really, if I'm being honest, before we get into that, all that, my expectation is a lot of people just have a negative connotation of the league, at least the people who are willing to comment on the internet about it, if if that makes sense. I well, I don't know if you guys agree. With, with, agree I think with it does. We're going to get to that. But, I mean, if you look at all, you know, comment culture online or, or review culture, I believe it's much more prevalent to leave a negative review. Or it's easier to complain about something rather than just agreeing or praising yeah, something. Yeah, 90% of what people say on a, in a comment section, 90% of what people say in a comment section is going to be either uh, hatred or poking fun at something. It's never going to be like, yay, the XFL. I mean, it's going to be sometimes, but more often than not, it's going to be like, huh, that league. So, yeah, we, we are going to see. Uh, we're going to get to that uh, a little bit later. Take a poll, you know, just around the league. And let's yeah. see, you know, really the what pulse. the internet is telling. We'll get the pulse of what the internet's talking about and how negative it is on the XFL. If it's negative at all, we'll see. That's coming up here shortly. Remember, you can follow us on any social media avenue. and We're everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. At XFL Show, the website, of course. This is the XFL Show.com. Let's get into the news this week, guys. So, XFL wise, not much, but competitor and alternative football league wise, a little bit. The Alliance of American Football, up to six cities Atlanta, Memphis, Orlando, Phoenix, Salt Lake City. And now we said it last week they were going to announce it, and they did. San Diego will get an Alliance team, Vince, and the head coach will be. None other than offensive genius Mike Martz. Mike Martz, really? Yes. Wow. Uh, yeah, good hire. This this guy knows offense. There, there's no doubt about that. Uh, interesting choice, San Diego. Uh, I, I listened to your program last week. They're going to be playing in that Qualcomm Stadium. Um, Jack Murphy. Yep. Yeah. So I, I had uh, a good friend of mine was at you know a Steeler game in San Diego about I want to say two or three years ago, and he said that it was like being in Three River Stadium. Uh, that's how like old, old and outdated <laughs> this this place looked. Uh, 
So, you know, not, not the nicest uh, of stadiums, uh, but, and maybe too big of a barn for, for that kind of product, but you know, it'll be interesting. I I don't have high hopes. I'm pretty uh, sure all the, all the AAF stadiums are pretty old places. I think. Where's uh, the Atlanta team play? At and Turner the, Field. The <laughs> oh, really? Turner yeah. Field, don't we? Yeah, which is now Georgia State's football stadium. Um, Phoenix is playing at the college. Um, Orlando's playing at UCF. I mean, some of those buildings are renovated, but they're all pretty. They're all basically old barns so far in the AAF. And for an experimental league, that's probably not a bad thing. It's not about the stadiums for the AAF, man. It's all about the people involved. Look at them now. They've got well-known coaches, well-known players involved. I mean, this isn't a big name, but this is someone who was in the NFL that we do recognize. John Kitna is the offensive coordinator of this San Diego team. Yeah, I think that's that is a recognizable name. You know, I I talked to you off air. I said, you know, wasn't he the quarterback for uh, for the Bengals? And I mean, you know, maybe I know him a little better because the Bengals are in our division. But I I think that's a name that people are going to know. But is is somebody going to you know tune in just to watch John Kitten call some plays? Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean probably probably not. But but I think it's. <laughs> I think it's goodwill. It lends a little credibility and not, not just John Kitna, but, you know, head coaches that people know, because, you know, let's face it, there are some people, you know, a, a large contingency are probably going to tune in to see the Orlando Spurriers just because of who the head coach is. Well, uh, well that's a, that's well, a different animal. There. It, uh-huh. It's not about, it's not even about that, but come on. The, the, the reason you get these named co- these name brand coaches, Spurrier, Childress, Martz, you get these guys because you're trying to lure players. They want a coach with credibility. That that's the number one reason these coaches are being put in place. And I feel like the AAF is going to get some ballers on the field too if they're getting these kind of coaches. Mike Martz really not get an offensive coordinator job anywhere in the NFL. Uh, th- nowadays, I, not. I I don't. I, I maybe he's maybe ageism. Maybe I don't know. I um. I, I don't. I don't. Know. I find that very surprising. Maybe, does he want to be an offensive coordinator? Maybe he wants to be a head coach, and that's why he took this job. How much is he getting paid? Have they has any of that information been released? No. I'd be very curious to know. Um, yeah, that's. I'm very curious about all the money involved with the AAF. We know they have some very good backers, big money backers. Uh, we don't know anything about what people are getting paid yet, but. They have names that I, I'm, I'm interested in, and, and I think football fans, and more importantly, football players are going to be interested in playing for. Who wouldn't want Michael Vick? Don't you want, if you're a quarterback, don't you want to play in a Michael Vick offense? I, a Michael Vick offense? Michael Vick's the offensive coordinator of Atlanta. I think he should Where have you been? <laughs> this is this is over this is now a couple months ago that was announced Vince. Oh, you've been you've been out in Europe. Yes, I while you were been. you were trekking across uh, the you know your homeland. Uh Michael Vick was brought in as the OC for the Atlanta Alliance team. Oh my goodness. It's big news. That's <laughs> I can't believe this. 
I, I oh my goodness. Yeah, all right. If people are making fun of the XFL, this is even worse. This oh my goodness. This what? is trash. What's wrong? This, this is trash, bro. What? <laughs> Come on. All right, now you sound like is this Vince or Bryant? Jake <laughs> bashing the AAF. I, I don't what? know. I, I thought what? Vince was bad. What's uh, maybe, so bad about Michael has, Vick? Maybe he still has jet lag. I, I said, I, don't you think he could still play for a minor I, league team? Absolutely. And why can't he be an uh, offensive coordinator? Squad. Does he have any coaching experience at all? No. I well, no, think. actually, I believe last year he was uh, an assistant on an NFL team. He was like a, a maybe really? an advisor with the Falcons or something like <laughs> what that. What did he advise on? How to run fast. How to... How to, how to walk, find that spy, that quarterback spy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I can't tell you. I'm not in the room. Wow. I, I can't. That's a very surprising reaction. I think it's a very great move by the uh, Alliance Atlanta. I, I think, especially for Atlanta. If yeah. if that's even – is it even Brad Childress picking his own – coordinator that's that's problematic right if the league is mandating who the coach's coordinator will be okay like, brad we're gonna let you coach our atlanta team michael vick has to be your coordinator and he's just like, sitting there stroking owns, his mustache what who owns the teams i, I mean who's picking the players isn't charlie Eversall? would he be considered the owner of all the teams well the the the, the league owns yeah uh, the league my guess, I would think that the league owns the teams. Yeah, the league owns all the teams, and the players are going to be picked by the coaching staff. And the, each team has a front office and general managers and stuff, but the coaches are picked. But we don't know who's picking these coordinators. I I don't know if it's Childress who picked Mike Vick or if that's actually char- the league. It, it might be a league mandate. I don't know. Maybe Heinz Ward forced brad childress he's he's one of the officials i can see that (laughs) so the 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 aaf is is certainly making waves six cities announced two left uh you guys have any predictions for what those two cities something i wanted to bring up is here no northeastern cities right now you're wondering there's six announced eight total are they saving you know Number eight for a big reveal. Are they going to say, you know, the biggest city in the world, New York City, is is going to have an alliance team there? Uh, you know, I would think you've got to get somewhere up there, whether it's you know, New York, Buffalo, uh, the Boston area, something like that. Even if they want to go into Ohio or, or Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm sure one of those areas will get a team, but they're really going to. All these cities, well, I'll say four of the six cities so far are very football-hungry places, I would say, places that would really love to see football. Atlanta and Phoenix I'm not so sure about. You Memphis, think San Orlando, Diego is hungry for football? Yeah, they lost the Chargers. You don't think there are people who want some football? Why did they, you know, if, if were they selling out every game? I mean – well, the thing is, Vince, it's a, it's a case of don't know what you got till it's gone, gone, gone. That's what's going on there. Now they want it. We'll go to games now. We promise. Please just give us football back. They're going to get it. We'll have to see how the attendance shows up. And, you know, in, in that big stadium there, they're going to have to put a lot in it for, for to look good on TV. 
All right, moving on from the football AF, let's go up to Canada and talk about a player that we all would hope to see in the XFL in two years, but he's got a two-year contract now in Canada. He just signed on, and uh, as of this recording for this week's show, uh, I'm going to watch this on ESPN Plus, actually, when we're done on demand. Johnny Manziel's first preseason game with the Hamilton Tiger Cats up in the CFL. Will you pay for four ninety nine to watch Johnny football in the CFL, Vince? I wouldn't pay four ninety nine to watch any CFL team. What if? Uh, what, let, what about let two? Alone Johnny what, Manziel. What about two fifty? And I'll split it with you. I'm just not a Johnny Manziel guy. Uh, this, you know, I mean, he he made some waves. Uh, you know, in in the media by by acting like a jackass, and you know he had, you know, some big games once upon a time against Alabama, but you know, this guy was not, you know, that great of a player, and you know, I really don't have any desire to watch him. Do you, do do you, you want to see? Still, do you want to see him in the XFL? Still, is he still a draw? No. Was he ever a draw? In the pro at, at one time in college, he was a draw. Sure, but but, yeah, but that's that's over. Uh, that's that's over and done with right now. So you don't think he's going to draw uh, subscriptions to ESPN Plus so people could watch some CFL football? I don't think so. There's a lot of other content on that platform that is uh, drawing that four ninety nine. I don't know yet. I, the only thing that perked my ears up yet was the Canadian Football League. I like watching the CFL. I'm a football fan, so I got really into it last year. What's on that ESPN Plus besides the CFL? I guess, well, some uh, college college uh, conferences are going to be on there. Yeah, you want right Sunday there. football. There's going to be a lot of boxing. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I believe uh, Bud Crawford and Jeff Horn, I think maybe exclusively on ESPN Plus. Well, hell. There's I gotta get my ESPN Plus subscription. There's gonna be a whole lot of MMA. Uh, If you want to see this uh, Barry Melrose Linda Cohn in studio (laughs) hockey show, no thank you. You gotta watch. You gotta pay your four ninety nine. I don't need that. I may pay the four ninety nine for that Kobe show. Yeah, that Kobe analysis game. That that's you know that piques my interest. This this platform here this. This uh, ESPN Plus, that is something where the XFL needs to go to start off. That's like, where I, that's where the AAF is going. It's going to be majority really? majority of not ESPN Plus, but no, majority it, of their something similar. I believe majority of their content is going to be streamed, and I believe it's going to be on the CBS Sports app. Well, right, yes, and I'm thinking that the XFL should be getting in bed with uh, ESPN. Could you imagine Vince McMahon gets the XFL on ESPN Plus? He's got a deal with Fox now. He's got a deal with Comcast. I mean, talk about ruling and the then world. He's getting them all to bid against each other. <laughs> or you know, some I've seen also some people say XFL maybe could stream live on the WWE Network. If they want to essentially not get any money for their product, they would do that. He can't make it! Let's go kick it! 
Yeah, I, I don't Am think I, right? wanna, I don't think you want to do that. I think still, even though they're supposed to be separate and, and they're being advertised as such, a lot of the people that already have the network and pay for the network already are going to watch. And essentially, again, they're getting that for free whenever they could be paying an extra four ninety nine on another. Do you think that's true? I think so. I, I do really think that, you know, a big portion of professional wrestling fans of, of WWE are going to be watching the XFL. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. More than your I, average, you know, Joe Blow watching TV in his garage, I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, especially without the crossover like it was in the original incarnation. A wrestling fan might, you know, dip their toe into it, but then a lot of them are going to realize this has nothing to do with WWE. I'm not watching it. <laughs> That's exactly what I Yeah, but I, I think, you know, uh, no, almost, this... all, almost all wrestling fans are football fans, but you can't say the opposite of that. This needs to be a league for... This needs to be a league for... Yeah, there are a lot of wrestling fans in Europe, uh, Jake and... Vince just told us people there don't like American football for some reason. Um, this league needs to be for football fans. Someone crazies like me who like the CFL for some reason and want to watch as much football all year round as they can. Ah, I, I like I love the age of streaming. We could end up having four leagues. It's going to be amazing. Um, and some of them will have kickoffs. I hope at least one of them has a kickoff. By the time the XFL's around. The NFL might not have one, Jake. I know you've been waiting all week long. Are you ready to talk yeah. about kickoffs? I, I, I have, and uh, you know, I'm just going to preface it right now. I, I'm going to try to explain the rules to you, even, <laughs> if they are, even if they are written out, but I don't know if I'm going to do a, a sufficient job here. But, yeah, I mean, we've heard about, you know, the NFL tinkering with kickoffs and whatever the stat out there. I don't know if it was, you know, there's five times more concussions on, on kickoff plays than any other play in the league or, or something like that, I thought. So, uh, you know, the solution to, uh, you know, uh, eliminate or at least mitigate these is to, you know, I, I'm going to say completely change the kickoff rules. Maybe some people are going to say, ah, oh, you know, it's it, it's not that much, no running start. You're, you know, the, the blocking is different. You're shifting where the players are going to be. But I think this is significant, almost to the point where, you know, I would, I'm almost ready to say just, you know, just give it to each team on the 20-yard line. Or something. We're we're going through, you know, wow. all all this stuff here. I, I don't know how you guys feel. I do not like this at all. I'm a big fan of it. I'm I like you're it. You're a big fan of this. I like the new NFL kickoff rule just because it's what do not. You like about it? I like that it's not banishing the kickoff and making it extinct. It is at least oh. a kickoff. I all I need is the ball to be kicked and people running down the field, and I'll be happy. Well, yeah, you're going to have to wait for the ball to be kicked because there's no running start. You've got the, you know, 80% probably of the players within 15 yards of each other. 80%? Okay. That I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's crazy. ESPN, you know, they got a little video to watch here. And I, here's what I want to say. Teams in, you know, training camp, they're going to be taking a whole morning, maybe even a whole day 
just to do this. And I can see it playing out right now. It's going to go into preseason. This is going to look like Little League or something where the coach, you know, the dads have to go out there on the field and they have to, you know, <laughs> you know, 79, see where my foot is on the ground? See where my foot is? Stand right here. Don't move. Too <laughs> They're going to be grabbing people by the face mask, pulling them into position. It's just going to be a hassle. We might have delay of games. And what happened to football? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, am I the only one that thinks this? I, I, uh, I, I'm with you. Uh, I mean, this. You, know, you have this to understand. Sounds... We the net, This is better than no kickoff. Come on, don't be yeah, that crazy. Well, as far as I'm concerned, uh, especially in the NFL, kickoffs have been gone for for quite some time. I mean, what percentage of kickoffs go, go into the end zone for a touchback? Ever since they moved the ball, yeah, they're, make, they're making it more and more. I, I just, I just think that you know, this is like ordering a hamburger and saying we're all out of bread, but you know, have this veggie burger. Do you really want that? I actually had a veggie burger. They're a good. Once they go in, it's pretty damn good. I, I will never try one. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, so you're stubborn. It's, yeah. it's stubborn, stubborn bastards like you, I, Jake. I am. Who are going to cost us the kickoff altogether, and then it's going to just be like a, a college overtime, all game long. Yeah, it's going to be why, the worst. Why do you want? Why do you? If they kick kick the ball off and there's no return every time, you'd still be okay with that. This is going to encourage more returns. I know it's going to encourage more returns, but I mean. Why, but it's it's going to be too gimmicked. Are they going to be more exciting is, returns? How is it going? How is it too gimmicked? There's going to be so much open oh. space because the guys can't get a running start. There, there's going to the, be open the, space, the but it's going to. Not going to be getting a running start. You're saying? It, the, yeah, you guys are wrong here, though. The kickoff team has the advantage in that they're not going to be giving up more touchdowns. There's going to be less. Uh, there's no, there's no wedge blocking. There, there's going to be more free tacklers. How there's could they be giving up? You don't think they're going to be able to get back and block as easy? No, because it's going to have to be one-on-one blocking. It's going to be a lot more yeah, hand-to-hand. That, it's going to be a right. lot more speed. There's going to be a lot of speed. It's going to be a lot easier for defenders to get break free, avoid a block, and go down the field and make a tackle. Now, you might see a lot of returns back to the 40-yard line, but that's exciting. I think this what this is going to do is going to be a lot of returns, but there's going to be le- less chance of th- those breaking free just because there's not going to be a bunch of bodies Bundled up in one area of the field, yeah, and then some fast guys are going to be going to you, Is it going to be more exciting to get to the forty-yard line whenever you only have to beat like two guys? I, I think it's yeah. It's going to be just seeing guys in the open field. It's going to be a lot of open field right. tackling. It's got, you're going to see less linemen on the field. It's going to be a faster play. I I like it. I I mean I'm I'm all for big bodies and wedges and form, forming one side of the field and. Uh, uh, patience of a fast returner it's always exciting we're going to see less of that i think but the fact that the ball's being kicked and advanced and it's going to be a different outcome every time is what football is about and that's the most important thing to me if that means creating fake buffer zones and rules against head starts and you know creating uh two-man wedge blocks versus three or four i'm, I'm, I'm all for it as long as my kickoff isn't extinct 
I mean, to quote Jackie Moon, somebody hit somebody. The kickoff team must have five men lined up on either side of the ball, which means... What what happens if you're you know what happens Let, if you kick it and you're not in the right position is is that a penalty? Yeah, I feel like there's going to be a lot of penalties at least for for the first year or two on these plays. That's going to be one frustrating thing, and that That's might be saying. that might be what ultimately gets the kickoff eliminated is all the flags they're going to throw on these. There's like you said, so many rules. All right, Timmy. Make sure you're on this side of the ball. Make sure you don't move before the ball's kicked. Make sure you don't go within the 15-yard setup zone. Do you think that that's why they're having this rule, so that they can throw more flags and make the game <laughs> easier to fix? <laughs> that's, well, that's not what they said, but... <laughs> that, that's uh, definitely something to consider. Maybe, yeah, getting rid of kickoffs makes the game, I guess, harder to fix is what you're saying. Yeah. Just crazy times we live in here. What do you think the XFL adopts? Something like this? An old school kickoff or no kickoff at all? AAF is saying screw the kickoff. I, I think it's I think it's a waste of time. Uh, a kickoff is a waste of time? Unless you're going to go back to the old rules, uh, original rules of kickoffs then I think all this new stuff is just a complete waste of time, if you, especially if you want a faster-paced game. I, I do as well, but I bet they're going to cave and they're going to implement some type of modified rule for, you know, for player safety and, and to try to uh, you know, uh, appear as a as do a people on kickoffs really get hurt more than Hell yeah! That's what I, that's what the data that the NFL released said. Come on, if you played uh, if you played tackle football ever, you know that the kids they would put on kickoff were always the crazier kids I, who I loved hitting. That that's what it's it's all about. The violent that's the most violent play in a game. I don't. This is just a bunch of nonsense. I mean, you're either going to have a kickoff or you're not. Uh, They're having a kickoff. There's just a setup zone and two man wedge blocks. This is I I don't know. I just uh, it, the XFL either needs the the old rule or or none nothing at all. All the in X or nothing at all on kickoffs. <laughs> the XFL needs to be different. That's for sure. If the AAF has no kickoffs, I don't know if you do that. If the NFL has modified kickoffs, I don't know if you do that. So maybe old school is the way to go. Uh, you guys and ladies can let us know at XFL Show on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. What do you think about kickoffs? What kind of kickoff do you want to see in the XFL in 2020? At least they can watch some experiments for the next couple of years before they definitively make their own rules. And with that, let's go to some XFL social commentary. I want to read live comments from Twitter and social media and and articles written about the XFL, uh, guys, and just see what people are saying before we get out of here. Do a little social experiment here. And the XFL is tweeting again, so there's a lot more activity. And they're asking people, what rule changes would you like to see the XFL adopt when we kick off in 2020? And I'll start. I'll get the ball rolling here. Uh, I go all the way down here after they ask that question, and a guy named at Marky Mark. 1021 said, eliminate extra points and have a greased up Andy Reid climb up the goalposts like a double dare challenge. Please and thanks. 
Hey, they're they're listening. Um, eliminate extra points is definitely a good idea. I don't know if anybody in America wants to see Andy Reid climb up a goalpost oiled up. Uh, I I got a comment here. Really not pertaining to your question, but I like it, so I'm going to read it. Uh, This this guy, the Tool of Tools, says there are some really good football players out there who deserve a chance to keep playing. I hope they put a team in Cleveland so we can have football worth watching. (laughs) That's good. I I would. That's going to be a whole show. And Mark I think that down. Put, didn't we? Whenever we picked, uh, what we when we talked uh, about what Canton or Canton? Okay. Columbus, Columbus, we Columbus put a team. Columbus, but yes. put that, put a button in that. We're gonna get back to that. I want to talk about whether or not an XFL Cleveland team would beat the Browns. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> I, want to. I talk. think we can no. end the argument right that, now. That's a non-starter. They they would not, but. <laughs> But, I mean, the Browns now have actually some good players, at least that were good in college. They've but. won one game in two years. They got, they got some good players. They got know. some good players now. That's what everybody <laughs> always thinks. And uh, then they, they, they suddenly become bad players. <laughs> <laughs> Would an XFL Cleveland team fall victim to the same sadness? That's that's the big question. Uh Vince, you got anything you're seeing on uh, comment- comments yeah, or social media? Yeah, this is this – is, uh, I, I, one thing I find is interesting is this whoever's is running this XFL account, you know, really, really on, you know, interacting with the fans, which is, I guess, what you got to do. I'm curious to know who's, you know, pushing the buttons on this one. Uh, but so, so they posed this question – uh, yesterday about the NBA Finals tipping off, and they wanted to know which current or former NBA player would make the best football player. And then, as we talked about before, you know, you got these these uh, you know guys that just these sour pusses that just want to throw water on everything. Some guy named Free Rain Enterprises replied saying, "These kinds of questions are a waste of time and make." me feel like the XFL doesn't have serious goals, which is disappointing to hear somebody say that. And then the XFL promptly responded, we're sorry you feel that way, just trying to have some fun. (laughs) Yeah, what is this guy? Does this guy want the XFL to tweet out like an entire PowerPoint presentation of what, what the rules and plans are? What is what are you asking? It's social media. They're just interacting and having fun. This is re- and and one of the best oh, interactions I saw was also on the same uh, same comment list here. Uh, some guy <laughs> named uh, some guy named Bo Bowden. <laughs> is that Bobby's son? Bobby's cousin? Uh, well, he later responded that that he's his, uh, he's his cousin. Okay. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, but he he said. Well, considering Charlie Ward won the Heisman Trophy, uh, so I guess he's uh, <laughs> uh, thinking that you know Charlie Ward would have been a great uh, XFL player. The XFL oh, yeah. com- commented, <laughs> responded, "Good memory!" Exclamation point, and then an emoji of a brain. So <laughs> who's ever very who's fun. ever working this account? Very technology savvy. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> very I know, personable. I, know I like that. Very personable, well, very let's, friendly. So the question quickly, Vince, if you had to pick somebody, you know, former or current from the NBA to be in the XFL, who are you picking? Uh, you know, it was it was listed 
on here already. Uh, and, you know, if you wanted the most eyeballs on your product, is, uh, Dennis Rodman in, in his prime probably would have been the guy. In the That's original the, XFL, the, for sure. <laughs> well, the, yeah, but I think he would still flourish in, you know, in any professional sports league. He <laughs> hate me coming around the corner. Oh, and the worm yeah, grabs his leg. He tackles him, pushes him out of bounds. What position uh, do you see Rodman playing? Defensive end. Uh, something where he hits strong. <laughs> safety, something where he doesn't have to do that. Yeah, much, I could I see sa- safety just roaming back there. Oh, he's got those uh, long I, arms, I, man. He I could get in the ball. No, he get great separation on an offensive tackle. Bat a lot of balls down. But, uh, yeah, but would people be able to run on him too easily? I don't yeah, think he I don't could know. Get low enough. You'd have to. He'd be kind of a third down passing down specialist for sure. Uh, uh, I like this one. Some, some guy named at Shark Julo responding to the XFL asking about things they want to see changed. He said, announcers openly concerned about teams covering the spread. <laughs> That's great. In, in a world where is that, gambling is, is... like they have money on the line? Yeah, well, in a world where gambling is legalized and the XFL is going to have an app that involves gambling, why not? And, now, yeah. if they go for the field goal here and miss it, a lot of people are going to lose money. Well, I mean, guys are commentators already do that. Uh, you know, they you know they'll they'll bring up the numbers sometimes, but uh, uh, openly rooting, yeah, you don't hear that too often. Which I would I would you know thoroughly invite. Um, speaking of which, uh, definitely got to get Brent. Definitely got to get Brent Musburger to call these games then. <laughs> <laughs> Delaware is going to have sports betting as of next week. Uh, is that? Do you think that opens up Dover uh, to be uh, <laughs> getting a team? The first sport that, look, that flourishes in Dover, Vince. <laughs> well, listen, Delaware is the first state, the now the first state to legalize gambling. Yeah, but we're two years away, and they're going to be the first state to get an XFL team. I'm predicting it now. They're first in everything. Uh, probably not, though. Uh, a lot of people on on social media talking about how they are applying to play for the XFL because if you want to play in the XFL, they do have a player's uh, sign-up sheet. Um, let's see. Let me find another good one. Uh, <laughs> some of these are hilarious. Uh <laughs> Instead of play, instead of standing for the anthem, don't play the anthem. Play the Undertaker's entrance, and everyone should gave reverently at an urn. <laughs> or, <laughs> or Ric Flair's entrance music and his robe. Your choice. <laughs> uh, I, I got somebody here, uh, Raven Madkey. Uh, th- this guy is, you know, he's just got me all over it. I'll admit it. I'd love to see the return of old-fashioned smash, smash mouth football. That guy knows what he's talking about and modified kickoff rules. That's not smash mouth. I like that. Old everyone, a lot of people. You're right. I see a lot of old another, people. Just... Another person just saying, "Bring back jacked up." <laughs> yeah, jacked up. <laughs> uh, a lot of people are begging for old school football here. This one is – we talked about the XFL app last week. 
Jet Force 5 on Twitter, badass handle, says no instant replay. The XFL app lets fans vote and be the ref. Catch or not a catch in real time. No way. I like that. I'm all for it. Can you imagine if game one of the NBA finals, we all were voting if that was a charge on LeBron or not? The Cavs would have won the game. (laughs) Fans voting on penalties and and (laughs) was it a catch? Oh my goodness. (laughs) You got any more, Vince? I'm looking looking around here. Um just yeah, lots of good stuff. Uh let's see. A lot of talk about they they tweeted something out about, you know, how you wanted the how they uh it was a a poll about how they wanted the ball to look. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So so most people wanted it to be black like in 2001. But then we also had some other uh Good suggestions. I like this one from Richard Hindle, uh, and said, depending on what time of day it is, uh, you'd have a different ball—a black ball for during the day and a bright orange <laughs> one for at night. You'd be able yeah. to see it a lot easier. Just like a big Nerf ball or something. Why don't they put a big tail on the end of it? <laughs> <laughs> so you just throw it. Vortex. The vortex. It'd be difficult to snap, but put like a whistle on, you know, get the whistler one too. Oh, oh now I think when we're done with the show, I'm going to watch John Elway commercials selling the Vortex. It's so good. Um, man, a lot of these comments I see people are hilarious and really they try to say incorporate WWE gimmicks into the XFL. Put a button in that too, Jake. We need to. Talk about the best wrestling gimmicks to involve. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do a throwaway. Yes, uh, show like that. <laughs> Some guy no, says not too serious, but entertaining. Oh yeah, this guy says uh, <laughs> during <laughs> during any point in the regular season, allow the team who lost in the previous year's championship game to cash in an impromptu game for a point in the standings. <laughs> The Orlando Rage is cashing in here in, here in Memphis versus Chicago. What's this? It's or, it's the Orlando Rage. The entire team is here. <laughs> oh, man. Well, a lot of stuff to get to in the further show. Just down the road. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm done with these comments. People are hilarious, though. And not too much vitriol from the XFL's actual tweets I see. But on those pro football talk articles where they're already kind of inherently reporting on they're reporting on the xfl but also kind of criticizing it in the article they're also editorial somewhat uh the comments in there are kind of brutal yeah at least when it comes to the xfl this guy says pasta belly the name xfl is associated with failure and vince mcmahon neither of those attributes really work for serious football fans the aaf is in a better position starting off with a clean slate having a tv deal and starting earlier if it's a spring league they should do their best to avoid direct competition with the nba do you think serious football fans will take the aaf more seriously than the xfl that is another question for another time. We're running out of time, Vince. That's, that was another question for another time. But that's an important one, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's important, and I think that's that's the million-dollar question everybody's thinking about right now. But we can't answer that one today because we have allotted uh, all of our time we have for this week, Jake. Unfortunately, what do you want to do next week, Jake? You want to you want to we we put a button in a lot of different topics. Do you want to hit any one specifically, or you well, want to call? You got rem- to remember that the card is always subject to change. They may hit us with some big news, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But between now and next week's show, so we're going to have to leave it up in the air. I think. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think this is the week finally that they're going to announce there's going to be, uh, you know, every every 10 points earns you a timeout. I'm telling you, my rule idea for timeouts, that's coming sooner rather than I, later. I Jake. don't think that's going to stick. Vince, did you hear my idea about timeouts? I did hear that, and I I just don't see that one happening. Yeah, but hey, they're listening. Maybe, maybe a lot of people share your opinion. They, they are listening, and if you are listening, we really appreciate it. Tell your friends, if they're football fans, come on. This is the show for them, even if they're not XFL fans. We had a lot of t- fun today talking AAF, NFL, CFL. We just love football, but it's all about the XFL here at This is the XFL Show. Please follow us on social media, at XFL Show, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, the website is this is the XFL show.com. You can give us a subscription on any podcatcher. Uh, and you know what? Please leave us a review because that'll help grow the show, get it out to more people, and we'll all have more fun talking football. We're looking forward to having more guests. Maybe we'll open up a voice. I know Brian was talking about opening up a voicemail line, Jake, so we could hear from the listeners. Yeah, so it's might definitely something that, that uh, we're thinking about and looking into. And if you have an idea for a show topic, please just shoot us a line on Twitter at XFL show. You guys have anything left? Just another great week. uh, And I cannot wait for this 2020. It's coming up soon. Somebody hit somebody. Uh, Vince, you want to watch Johnny Manziel in the preseason of the CFL now? CFL, XFL, AFL, Manziel. I don't know what to do. I'm going to go watch that right now. I just love football. Until next week, everybody. Thanks for listening. For Vince, for Jake, I'm Alan. This has been the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening.